This is Gabriel Masudi, and you're listening to Learn, Unlearn, Optimize. Your headphones? Yeah. All right, great. Man. So I started to send. I started to send you this text that I wanted to tell you, and I was like, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but I started to open your book, and what I started to read sounded like what was already in in me, and like something that I want to get out. And um, I'm very intentional about making sure that my work is authentic and making sure that, like, you don't plagiarize or, like, take anything from anyone. Does it make, make sense to you? Even though we're all on the shoulders of giants at the same time and we get our own interpretation, I get it. Yeah. But it was so close that I, I closed the book and I'm like, I'm going to talk to Garrett when he gets here because, I, you see, I started to sketch out these notes over here. And then you put that post up and you're like, check out my Instagram post. And um, this has been happening a lot. So I've, I've stopped listening to a lot of podcasts. I've unfollowed a lot of things on Instagram. Uh, friends of mine that, that like have even taken it the wrong way. And it was really with the best of intent because I'm like, hey man, I just got to like shut off input because I'm not digesting enough and not getting enough output right now. Does that make sense to you, Garrett? At all? Keep going. Yeah. It makes sense. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, that was really it. That's, yeah. that's what I wanted to tell you. Makes sense. So we, it's natural to, upon self-realization, awakening, surrender, however you want to describe it. It's, nat- it's natural that we start to move away from those podcasts, certain relationships, activities, mm-hmm. we were talking about before, yeah. activities yeah. that once fostered a false sense of ego. So it's natural that we'll start moving away from that. As we see what the ego actually is, okay. who we are, it's natural that we start moving away. Now, it's not that we're discarding intentionally. We're mm-hmm. not, it's not one of these things like get rid of the energy vampires in your life kind of thing. Like you right. hear a lot. Like get, get rid of people that can drag you down or things that can bring bad energy. That's, that's not it. Because the fact is that you would, if one of those uh, friends or, or whomever that you unfollowed on Instagram was to reach out to you and needed something, you'd be the first one there. It's not that. So what it is, it's a natural stripping away. Mm -hmm. It's a natural, as you were saying, not not more in. It's a natural stripping away of misunderstanding. And as that happens, we we will discard, as I said, those relationships, substances to a certain extent, activities that once fostered a false sense of self in us. Yes. That's cool. Real cool. Yeah. Thanks for yeah it's for digesting it and spitting it back that way. That was awesome. Yeah. It's the only way. There's no this journey that you're on, you and Britain you're on here is a is a is a journey back to source. So it's a it's a journey of stripping away. It's a it's a journey of removing belief actually. Yeah. Misunderstanding belief. And I would suggest to keep going on that journey until and I only say until because I don't know how else to describe it, but I'll circle back to that in a second. But until you, you, you find or you land on the one thing 
that can't be removed. And we'll talk about that today. So you keep going, you keep stripping away these beliefs until you land on the one thing or the one thing is revealed mm-hmm. that cannot be removed because then you will have found who you are. And then it's not that we stop. We, we explore that even more. The journey actually has begun at that point. It's like getting your black belt. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's this, well, it would be the same, it would be yeah. the same thing, same truth. So it's not that the journey stops, but the, uh, the, the, the exploration just is, is uh, at that point, is, is, just getting, right. is just getting started. And that's what enlightenment is. It's, a, it's the process of stripping away, finding that one thing. And then diving deeper, diving deeper. Awesome. Yeah. That, that post that you put up on Instagram, you want to explain that a little bit? Oh, what was it about again? the, about, um, the offense that when someone says I am God or being in the God presence, the one that you told me to look at last week. Yeah. See, that was last week. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. Tom, it was, um, oh, I was, so how far have we come? How far have we come? That's, uh, the notion that um, God, I am not, um, is is common and is accepted and is preferred to I am God, mm-hmm. and nobody, and words we would use for God, uh, consciousness, mm-hmm. awareness, mm-hmm. the true self, God's infinite being, yep. described in many different ways, love, yep. happiness. That, that, is, that is that one thing that we will find upon stripping away. And, you know, I am, God's Christian name I, is I am. Mm-hmm. And this, by the way, this is not a religious thing. Yeah, it's just, this of course, is how yeah. we describe it. But um, we, we've, in our culture, we've strayed so far that we're, we're afraid to say, I am God. We are one. We are love. We get, we get, um, uh, people get insecure and unsure of themselves, much like you and I did when we were younger. You know, everyone, everyone has a sense that there is something greater than life as we're taught, than this body and mind that we're taught to be. Mm-hmm. But we get, we get convinced to, not look there it's weird it's out there um and we we shun it we 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 stow it away Mm -hmm. not everyone but i know i did yeah i did i covered up this this um yearning to know who i truly was i covered up with uh trying to be popular and then sport happened to you know be a good being a good athlete um until i couldn't I couldn't hide it away any longer. And in the, in the beginning of my career, in the, at first in the, how I would describe it as mental performance realm in sport, I still did it there, although it was starting to, it was starting to work its way in. It was starting to work its way in. Um, I had this realization as a, as a college hockey player um, when the sports psychologist would come talk to our team or our coach would say things like, you got to be confident. You got to be mentally tough. These types of 
common phrases in performance mm-hmm. and sport. I had this sense that this is something just horribly awkward and wrong about that. Not wrong in that those who were saying it weren't trying their best or trying to help us. Not, yeah. not wrong like that. They certainly were. Yeah. But there was something that I saw that was aggrandizing this body-mind. And that looked off to me. But I couldn't quite put my fingers on what I knew and what it was deep within or that echo in the back of my mind. What was it saying? So I started on this career of simply telling performers, hey, consider this. Consider not adding more. Consider not adding more stuff into your head. You're trying to get clear anyway. It doesn't really, it's not logical okay. if you're trying to get a clear mind, so to speak. And I would not describe it that way today, but uh-huh. we're going back a long time. Got it. Yeah. So um, it's not logical if you're trying to get to so-called mental clarity, peace of mind, that you're adding in mental strategies, techniques, exactly. tools. It, yes. it's, it wasn't logical and I saw that very clearly, and I, had, I saw how, how, how that was wheel spinning in my own experience. Yeah. So I simply started to just tell people this. <laughs> that, that's it. I, I, I spent the first 20 years of my career in this field simply doing that. This entire book that I'm holding in my hands that I wrote, my second book, it is various stories on just that, not adding not adding. It was subsequent to the writing of this book, however, although there are hints of what I'm about to say in this book and in my first book. It was not until I was sitting in my office, maybe right about this time of year, because it was the off-season in professional hockey and a hockey player was sitting across from me. And he said, gee, every time I, and he calls me G, he said, gee, any time I, I uh, hang out with you, I, I really get in touch with my true self. Now, you don't see the word true self anywhere in this book here. Mm. I'm like, that's interesting. I'm saying this to myself. Yeah. And then he said to me, you know, I asked him what, what, what that meant to him. He said, well, what it means to me is that I'm just not pretending. I'm just here, pure, simple, quiet, no, no disingenuous, disingenuousness, no, no trying. It just feels that I'm getting back to who I truly am when, I'm, when I hang out here with you. Mm. I'm like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah, man. And then he said to me, but I have this real burning question that I hope you don't take as disrespectful. Now, I only say that because, I mean, I'm probably 50 years old at this time, and he's 27 or something, so he's, he's just, mm. a, just a respectful uh, young man. And uh, I said, no, whatever, just bring it. He says, you know this thing that you tell me that um, I'm, I'm not my thinking? I said, yeah. He says, well, here's what I can't figure out. I can't figure out how I have thinking. And it stopped me in my tracks. 
and in, a, in an instant, I realized that we don't think. We are a thought. Now, I know that sounds just totally crazy. Not really. But, and then he left, and then he left. And I go into the other room in my office where my computer is, and yeah. I'm Googling the true self. <laughs> it's yeah. embarrassing because this is all I teach now, which we'll get to. Yeah. But we'll get to that in a second. But what I saw was, whoa, we don't think no one has ever opened up a human body and found thought. That's right. We don't experience. How would you and I have the power to experience anything? We don't know. Again, nobody, not even the smartest neuroscientist in the world, can tell you where in your body is the power to know anything. Right. And what I saw, and what I'd love to kick around here with you today, is that we are known. We are known. We don't know. When I say we, in this case, I mean the body, the body-mind is known. It doesn't know. It is experienced it doesn't have the power to experience. And we have, we have forgotten innocently that we are not the body. We have forgotten that. We have forgotten that no one has ever found a separate self. No one has ever found a separate object it's impossible, and I'll, I'll explain that. Yeah. I'll explain that. So the clearest way I could explain that is if you look at the infinite space in which all things appear, call it the universe. Now, there's other words for that, but in a, a very practical way, we're all kind of familiar with the word universe, so it's, a, it's an easy one to grasp. But again, mm -hmm. words we would use for this would be consciousness, awareness, God's infinite being, but we're going to go with the universe just for practical purposes right now. Got it. So all things, all things appear within the universe. Would you say that makes yes. sense? And no one, no explorer, no, no astronomer, no scientist, physicist, neuroscientist, they're all scientists, but you know what I mean. No person has ever found an edge to the universe. The universe is infinite. infinite. Yes? Okay. Also, no matter what happens within the universe... Nothing can harm the universe. So even global warming, for example, something we're rightly concerned about, even global warming, even world wars, no matter what happens within the infinite space we're calling the universe, nothing can harm the universe. Make sense? Right. So the universe is eternal. So the universe is infinite and eternal. And anyone who who's listening to this will probably be sitting there saying, yeah, that, make, that makes sense. Yep. Now, and this is where it's going to get tricky. 
if no object, no person, no tree, no car, no anything, no circumstance has ever appeared outside of the infinite and eternal space we're calling the universe, okay. wouldn't that mean that all objects are one with the universe? And even more profoundly, wouldn't that mean that all objects are made of it? Yes. So if nothing, you, you see that. So if nothing that. appears outside and has ever appeared outside, and there is no edge to this, right. that means that all objects are made of the very space in which they appear. Yes? Okay. That means any line of separation is illusory. It's not there. And we have forgotten this. Now, let me, let me recap. Yeah. Just please make sure I got this right. There's no edge to the universe. And we could have a, not only could we blow up our own planet, but we could have a supernova and our, our sun explode and blow up our entire known solar system and it wouldn't affect the universe. No. And there's no, and, and there's no edge to it. That is our experience so far. And by the way, let me just back up a second. I should have said this, and I don't mean to interrupt you, buddy, mm, but, sure. but I don't want you or anyone who's listening to this to believe anything I'm saying. This is why we're going to continually check in because mm-hmm. you want to go with your own experience. Mm-hmm. Like go with your own experience. And, mm-hmm. and for purposes of this discussion, which is d- just between you and me, if I say anything, and you're doing it now actually, that, that could possibly not be adding up, then stop me. Yeah, of course. Because if we go further, then... There's no context. We'll, exactly. So, yeah. so yes, but, but, but yes, nothing, nothing that harms that happened in, inside the universe can, has ever. That's our experience. Right. That's right. our experience. And, um, and, and just to digress for one second about no one believing anything that you're saying or I'm saying, because, right, I was going to get into it about our stories being true. Like, you're, you can make whatever you want. To, if that's your story, then that can be true. So if we are a thought, then are we creating this thought that we're talking about right now? Well, you're, you, well, well we're, we're, we're actually going to get... There's a method to the madness, so to speak. But by, by, looking, at this, um, by looking at this, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to get to that essential fundamental and primary question of who we are, okay. which is we're backing into that in a, in, a, in a way that I have at least up to this point found to be productive let, for people. So let me not digress. So, so supernova can't affect the universe, infinite. And basically what you're saying when you eternal. say... Eternal. eternal infinite, internal. Or yeah. Infinite, internal. And basically what you're saying, Garrett, is that the same, constru- the same construct, what we consider matter, sacred geometry, the five platonic solids that make up all of the universe also make up down down to this this our beings right now we're all made of the same substance substance that's that was the point that was that was that's what the, the context that's in it that's the most um uh, well in my experience when i saw that er- everything changed and, and and so i've been studying this through somatics my entire life mm-hmm. and the sa- sacred geometry the vibration the vortex in which the solar yeah. system and the spirals go uh, Fibonacci sequence. I mean, it, it shows up all over. So I'm right with you. Yeah, you'll see, and you, you'll you'll see in this in, in this discussion as we go that what's real will appear unreal, and what's unreal will appear real, and all those uh, all, all those um, um, the, those uh, sciences or whatever you just described, it's all showing that. It's, yeah. it's, it's all showing that. You yeah. know. So so we'll find that these lines of separation that we see. Yeah. 
are not actually there. The, the best metaphor I could, I could use for that would be if we were on a webinar mm -hmm. on a computer, mm -hmm. and let's say we had 25 faces on, the, on your computer screen. Most, everyone's gonna be familiar Got with it. that, most people. So um, it will look like there are 25 different boxes on the screen, looks like separation. Yeah. But if you go up and touch the screen, yeah. you can't find it. Right. So these are, it's, they are, it's, a, it's apparent, these are images, and obviously the screen is a metaphor for the infinite eternal space we're yeah. calling consciousness. It's, it's limited, all, uniform, all metaphors are limited to a certain extent, but, yeah. but you know what I mean. So it appears that there's 25 faces on the screen, but yeah. actually it's only one screen. It's only one screen. Each of those uh, boxes and the faces within them are modulations, vibrations, um, vibrations within the screen. That's right. And, but they're not actually there from the perspective of the whole. They're not there. Anything that appears within the universe, within, now we'll, we'll jump ahead a little bit, to within the true self, within who we are, uh -huh. is made of who we are. Any line of separation, as I said before, is merely an appearance. It, it, it cannot be found. And this is what we have, we have forgotten. We've overlooked this. Not deliberately, not deliberately. From the moment we're born, we are conditioned by a world that's forgotten that separation isn't real. Mm -hmm. We are conditioned to be this body-mind. I'm pointing to my, my, yeah. my chest or my shoulders right now. We are conditioned to be the body. That is who we are. Mm -hmm. And most of us, most of us, uh, virtually all of us, we don't really listen. <laughs> we don't buy in so much when, when we're young. We kind of skate by things, you know, it's water off our back, where resilience is kicking in, yep. we're all good to go. But somewhere around the teenage years, this starts to, it hits a tipping point. And I do talk about this a little bit in this book, but it hits a tipping point. And it's not a hard and fast rule that it'll be teenage years, but it's, it's around there generally. And we start to buy in. We start to buy in and and insecurity, anxiousness, um, unease and, and, and disquiet become tension, become the norm. Um, now, the, the, the problem is at this stage of the game, we, we turn to, to well-meaning experts who have also been conditioned to be the body-mind. A psychologist, for example, what is psychology? The study of the psyche. It's actually the study of separation, but not looking to resolve the illusion. It's going further into, into the, the illusion, illusion. Yep. innocently. And by the way, I want to be clear. I am not here suggesting that there is not a right time and place for psychologists. I, I can explain that later, but mm -hmm. there absolutely is. However, however, coaches, in, in my case, coaches, teachers, our parents, experts, politicians, etc. they have been conditioned that they are the body. They are on a 
they are living the pleasure pain cycle of the misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. They are seeking relief, finding it, feeling decent because there's it because seeking ends for a second. We feel better. Mm-hmm. And then it ramps up again. The misunderstanding kind of kicks back in. Right. And they suggest the same strategies and methods that are attempting to secure the unsecurable, a body, attempting to quiet the unquietable, a body, it's helping, trying to get the body to find peace and be secure, be confident. The trouble is, a body cannot be any of that. A body, a body mind, you and me, comes and goes within the universe. It appears, it dissolves, disappears, and it appears again. Its very nature is insecurity. Its very nature, the body... Finite, limited. And we, we are trying to get back home, get back to the whole. That image on the screen wants to dissolve back into the screen. Yeah. And, but all these methods that young people, and then even us today, are, are encouraged to explore are fortifying the image on the screen, attempting to fortify the image on the screen. Mm-hmm. So we're going in the opposite direction. And we do that, the object does that by seeking relief in other objects. So all you and I, from the perspective of the body, can know is objects. And that's fine, normal. Mm -hmm. But we seek relief in objects. So we go further and further away from ourselves. We're trying to find ourselves by moving away from ourselves. Mm -hmm. Again, we go to substances. We go to relationships. We go to experts. We go to even these subtly high-minded Zen-type things like prayer. Mm -hmm or religion, or spirit, or even what we're talking about today used as some way to aggrandize or feel better, which is a a mistake. It's Mm -hmm. going further and further out. Spiritual materialism, we would call that. So 99.9% of of us have, have we we are born, we appear, and we look out and we see one infinite whole, no separation. How do we know that anything is separate? We have to be taught that. Right. A fish in the sea doesn't see, sees infinite, the infinite whole. And we move further and further out, outward, 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 and the self is engrandized. The separate self is engrandized. And, and the, the, the problem, buddy, is that 99.9 of us stop the journey there. Mm-hmm. We stop the journey there. And what we're suggesting today is that let's pick the journey back up again. Boom. Let's, let's, let's hold still for a second and let's rob this separate self, this ego of its fuel supply. And let's allow an inward folding, an inward folding. We hold still, again, rob the, this activity of consciousness, the body, of its fuel supply, and we start, and, and, the, and the head folds inward, mm-hmm. inward to the, to the heart. And that is the very nature of self-exploration, 
um, self-surrender, self-inquiry, we would call it. Mm. We, are, we are journeying back inward. We are not seeking in objects any longer. Amazing. School. Let's keep it going. Yeah, definitely. So, while you're taking a drink, just to give Thanks. you a second from a second to stop talking. So when I when we started this and I started telling you about opening this book, a lot of what you're telling me right now, Garrett. And when I tell you I open this book, I went here. I opened to where you signed it for me. I flipped open and it went to like uh, where the where you had like the terms or the code or something like that. Mm-hmm. And right there, I just stopped short in my tracks and went like this. I gotta wait to talk to Garrett. That's cool. And then if you turn like what you're just talking about, prayer, mantra, meditation, creation formulas, formulas, systems, memory, spells, like what what has it been called throughout the hero's journey, throughout throughout time and story that that we revert to that you're talking about. And um, I, after listening, it was I've, we've. We've always had a special relationship That's since cool. for like for like we've known each other almost yeah. it's over twenty years now. Yeah, and we met in building, and uh, through development, and then like but we've always it's always been like a transmission, mm. and it's almost just by like doing this and like sitting with you it's it's all it's almost already transmitted, and we we can and I think it was to look each other in the eye and be like hey Garrett when I open this book or I pull for it for references or I give it to my students. I want to let you know it's done with like the utmost of integrity and like, and that I'm also like, we're on the same wavelength together and you know, heart to heart that that is, that is like, old, that's truth yeah. from what, or from our, our, our sitting together. Now, after listening to you speak and sitting in, uh, in each other's presence like that, it was like, that, that's when was my come from with it. Yeah. It's like, um, there's a re- resonance there, and how I would describe it is there, it's it's a, you know, love is also is often um, it's also recommended to, or that we can find love in another. But that's not really what's happening. Love is the absence of the other, so so love is the dissolution of the personal. So. And if and and our our journeys and our seeing, even though we couldn't quite pinpoint them twenty years ago the way we can today, mm. and, and twenty years from now, it'll be even further, more yeah. stripping away. Um, there was still that that was there was still that that uh, the boxes on on the screen on the webinar were slightly overlapped, and now they're overlapping a little bit more, right. a little bit more, a little bit more until they we d- mutually dissolve back. In, back into the screen. So in a, in a, in a day and age where we're, we're and I'm going to keep referring to young people for, for good reason, where, where young people are, are uh, it's recommended that young people uh, find their why or a purpose and they're out there searching in the material world for the purpose. And this is a, a, a wheel spinning exercise because our ultimate purpose the only purpose is to not do that. (laughs) Is the cessation of seeking in the material world or connecting who we are, consciousness itself, to the material world. So it's simply said in an innocent way by many so-called experts, new age experts Mm -hmm. who are trying to help, but it's, 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 
all based on the primary belief that must be eradicated. And I say eradicated, I use that word intentionally. Mm. Because without eradicating the primary belief, I am the body, you are going to be on a mad dash mission, constant mission, perpetual mission to fix the unfixable. Fix the unfixable. From the perspective of who you are, again, the infinite and eternal universe, there is no prejudice, there is no discrimination, there is no bouncer that sits at the door of consciousness and says, you can't come in. So negative thought, you can't come in. Positive thought, come on in. Yeah. This type of thing. If you're confident, if you're unconfident state of mind, you stay out. Confidence, you come in. No, no, from the perspective of the universe, consciousness, who you are, all experience is equal and equally welcomed. It is a mistake to try to shun certain experiences, feelings, thoughts. All experience from the perspective of consciousness is known as consciousness. As we said before, all things and a thought, a feeling, a sensation, they are things, it's just like money is a thing. And just for explanation purposes, I would describe an object or a thing as as what is known. Whatever has an objective quality to it. So a thought is known, an experience is known, uh, an automobile is known. Yeah. So we're pointing to the knower, not to the known. Okay. So from the perspective of the knower, the infinite space we're calling consciousness, the universe. Everything within me is made of me. So it wouldn't, it's, not, it's not sensical to prefer one so-called object over the other. They're all made of the same substance. Mm-hmm. Why are we still stuck in, 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 this, in, this, in 2019? Why are we still stuck in the same prejudices as a, as a society that we were when I was born? Why has that not changed? Well, we're uh, trying to approach discrimination from a perspective of the body, but the body by its very nature is meant to discriminate. There's no way we can approach it from that materialistic perspective. We, it won't work. And, it, and it's so obvious. Because the perspective is finite. The perspective is limited and finite. That's right. So, so I'm looking at you right now. What I see is separation. I see separation. Right. I see, I am discriminating. I see you, I see the chair, I see the, the painting above your head. That's my very nature to see that way. However, I now have come to the realization that what I am seeing is not true. So it's not like upon the recognition of your own being that you don't see separation. Separation, the illusion continues. The belief that that's real is gone. So from that perspective, there is no way, even though I'm seeing separation, I would ever discriminate. It's not possible. And and believe me, I'm still subject to some of my old habits, that not being one of them, thankfully, but I'm still subject to some of my old habits. But again, we're approaching these these so-called issues that ail us from the perspective of the body 
the object in the universe as opposed to the universe itself. And if we, we can't, we, we cannot use the ego to get rid of the ego. And that's what we're trying to do. This is the, another problem that we face is climate change, as we were talking about before. Yeah. We cannot solve climate change from the perspective that we're doing it. We're spinning our wheels. What is the climate, climate made didn't, of? Uh, didn't um, Albert Einstein, I think, said something like that? You can't solve a problem from the same perspective that created it, something yes. along those lines? But check this out. This is cool. Because we're, we, we are so conditioned to, be, to the body, the way the masses took that was get a different thought in your head. No, you understood. Yeah. So it was, it was what he was really saying, like you said, was from yeah. the same perspective. He was saying, look at, look at these issues, climate change being one of them, yeah. from the perspective of, of the universe. So the climate is within the universe. The universe is infinite and eternal, uh-huh. right? What is the climate made of? The universe. Yeah. In the infinite and eternal. Right. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Right. We're at it from the wrong perspective. Right. Now, if you mm. and I know that the climate is infinite and eternal, and you and I are infinite and eternal, would we have any reason to damage the climate? Of course not. The only reason someone would damage the client, and now we're talking or about... Or one them, another, or any... Or, or one another, or another person, exactly. Yeah. The only reason that would take place is because the misunderstanding that you're not infinite and There's not enough. There's not enough. You've got to aggrandize the body. I'll pollute the river at because I've got to become richer. I will hurt another person because the survival of the fittest and all these right. learned these beliefs that we're stripping away. So, so again... That's the Einstein, who, who was an incredibly spiritual guy. He clearly saw that. He saw we need to look at this from the perspective of the true self, not the separate. When Jesus said, I and my father are one, he did not mean himself. But of course, it was taken that way. Just him. The rest of us peons aren't one with God. It's just Jesus. That's not what he meant. That's right. He was telling us that it's all one. I am the way, the truth, That's the right. life. We are the way. We are one. The kingdom of God is within. Exactly. The kingdom of God. And what, again, it's interesting, what, how that was taken was within the body. That's not what it meant. It meant the kingdom of God. All of God rests within God. The kingdom of God is within, but not within the body, within the not within the separate self, within the true self, within the universe. It's all made of the same stuff. We are truly are undividable. We we cannot come together to become one. We already are one. And any attempt to come together is wheel spinning because we already are what we seek. And, and this work, whether it's in sport, hanging out with you here, with organizations or with audiences that I speak to, this work is simply about pointing, pointing us back to what our experience is actually, actually telling us. Who are you? You know you're not the body. Everyone knows it. Everyone at a deep level knows that they're not the body. We've all had that sense. Of course, we, of course we have. We know when 
There's nobody that likes to be told what to do, you know? Nobody, yep. right? Why is that? Because freedom, who we truly are, echoes in the back of our minds. We don't, we don't want to be told what to do. We know there is no other to tell us what to do. There's hints of this everywhere. Wherever you look, it's there. Yeah, I'm with yeah, you a thousand cool. percent. Um, and there's, a, there's certain things that I've been studying selectively that are um that have they try to hypothesize as to like the story as to why all this is but that really doesn't matter like really what matters is that we're infinite infinite beings one with the universe the multiverse god consciousness whatever resonates for your vocabulary and your your current belief system you're 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 so on it The, the the notion of why is now I'm not saying it's wrong to use why um, in in descriptive purposes in practical purposes why does you know yeah. um, but why are we here we can give a provisional answer to the question which is cool to talk about which I'll gladly do but it's very important to know that it's a provisional description just for description purposes learning purposes stripping away purposes because from the perspective of the being we share there can't be a why in, for, for, in order to be, be answer a why question you need two right you need you need a subject and object you need you need duality right and there is no duality so there's no why why are we here now again a provisional answer to that question would be well we're here we're here because because god wants to know itself consciousness wants to know itself in the material material world so consciousness veils its infiniteness we pop up on the screen so so god can know this material world yeah but that is only happening from the perspective and, of the body mind. and god being us God, God being us. Because that, that was one of the per, uh, perspectives that I, that I just recently read about. And basically it's that, hey, Garrett and Gabriel are these uh, G and G. I get called G also. Are these, infinite, cool. we're these infinite beings, these orbs. We're floating around in space and we're bored. And we're like, hey, man, you want to play a game? Sure. Let's see if we can forget who we are. And we create this thought. We create this very just important. to keep it like as simplistic. Like there's more context to it, but that's the idea. It's actually a very. It's it's not as simpl- it's simplistic is good, and it's very important that you point this out. It, it's 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 wisdom it, it, because we could even in what I've said, it could be taken that you know, like the old saying, like, "Hey, you just forgot who you are. Wake wake up." But it's never the body mind. It's never Gabriel or Garrett who forget who we are. How would the character, how would the image on the screen ever forget anything? It's an image. Right. It's, it's an image where it's always. Quite literally. Quite literally. An image. We are. We are hologram. We are not the doer. We're what? We 90, 95% ether or, space. W- w- uh, those, what we've been, that, that, what makes up the universe. Can't find it. You can't find matter. No scientist has ever found matter, and there's good reason for it because matter is made of matter equals consciousness. And 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 Garrett, here's a cool one I heard the other day too. The difference between iron and soft butter is not the matter. The matter is the same. It's the connectivity. Mm. And what is Mm. that? That goes back to what 
It's a dissolution. It, it, it. You know, you'll find these little hints as you're saying. The, the, the problem is we don't want to, in, in, in my opinion, respectfully, we, well, obviously this is my field, not to dig into that yeah. stuff. But we are so consumed with how, with science, with how objects interact which is necessary. I, I want to be clear. From on a relative perspective, they are necessary. However, to a certain extent. However, yeah. we are we are wheel spinning though. Correct. At a at a truth level, because without the, knowing what those objects are made of, we it, how they interact is actually a, a waste of it's time. It's back to it's the a, old it, thinking. It's, 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 it's the finite thinking. We're sp- we're not going to find. The answer we, we we have to we have to wake up and realize that materialism, not socialism, as we're you know this political climate today. It's not socialism that's problematic. It's not capitalism that's problematic. It's materialism that's problematic. And if we don't wipe out the materialistic paradigm, as you were hinting at earlier, we will not survive. Now, I'm not saying that worried. Because it's going to play out. Yeah, one way or the other. <laughs> I'm not saying it worries. The universe isn't going anywhere. That's a, who we are will always survive. Exactly. So, but under the materialistic paradigm, which you could even make the case, it it played an important role in getting society up and running and all that stuff. But it is absolutely positively run its course. We are at each other's throats. We have forgotten that we that those lines on the screen are mere, they're not there. We have forgotten that the border only exists in the map. Go onto the territory and find the border. Can you find it? Of course you can't. But we're trying. We're trying to build walls and all this stuff. It's no one's fault. Everyone's seeing it from the perspective of their belief system, as you were saying. Those who are sure that they're the body, they're going to be the human beings that are most dug in to fortifying, protecting, and grandizing the body. It's not their fault. This is very important. It's not that they're trying to do that. Very important we see that. Doesn't excuse, by the way, doesn't excuse errant behavior, so to speak, dysfunctional behavior, immoral behavior. It merely explains it. And we can't help. We, if, if, if you and I are blaming, which is pure misunderstanding, mm-hmm. that's like saying, um, the character in the movie who who murders someone is at fault. The character, <laughs> the character is at fault. Yeah, the character is just playing, playing a role. role, innocently playing the role. There is in, in any notion of personal responsibility, personal doership, accountability, blame, whether it's self blame or blaming someone else is completely mis, mis, complete misunderstanding. For everyone listening, Garrett, there's, and you may have seen these, will that take the Hollywood out of it? Um, and these were references in the back of one of these books I just read. Uh, there's a movie called The 13th Floor. So take Hollywood and like the production, like the, mm. <clears throat> the dark side out of it, just to create some context. Oh, you right, bud? I'm good. Just exploded. <laughs> it's all just right. drink. I'll get you a paper towel. It's, oh. all, con- it's all consciousness, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> Perfect Hold timing. On, let, me, let, let me get, let me uh, get no, it. No, it's cool. Oh. I'm fine. You can go. Let's roll. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So, um, so Garrett, it's the, the 13th floor is one of them. And the other one is the game with Michael Douglas. I don't know if you've ever seen that. And Man. basically it's like, so 
back to what I was saying about the game that we're playing, hiding our infinite power, seeing if that we for, can forget who we are, back to what you're saying about being teenagers, that's described as phase one or like the phase one thinking. And then in phase two, we turn into all these things that we thought were separate from us and we go in to reclaim our power. Does that make sense? So we, sure. we, we hit our power in all sure. these things and now we reclaim them to become sure. and remember the, the infinite beings that we really are. Definitely. It's, a, it's the, the nitty-nitty process, we would call it. And a nitty-nitty process means I am not this, I am that, I am not this, I am that, I am not this, I am not this, I am that, is, is very natural, very natural. What is n- not natural, though, is staying in this separation, living in this tension, constant tension that we can all relate to, of, of trying to aggrandize or secure what can never be secure. It can't be. You, are, you, are, you appear, you disappear. Nobody, so, so what would be natural would be to merge back into consciousness. So, so we, we merge, experience merges, I mean consciousness merges into experience and then we pick it up back up again and experience merges back into consciousness we're not trying to go back to some childlike state i that would be foolhardy and and ridiculous i am not claiming that what we are however however what we are doing is stripping away belief after belief as we said before until we get to who am i i am infinite and eternal consciousness itself and that is everyone's experience if you ask if you ask anyone have you ever experienced the absence of consciousness okay i've asked this question to hundreds of audiences mm-hmm. you're going to get some pushback which are which is part of the exploration for example someone will say yes when i I'm under, when I'm under anesthesia, if I've had an operation, yeah. or in deep sleep are the two most common. Yeah. But we'll put those aside. I'm going to come back to them because it's important. But other than those two examples, you, I'm, would you agree you've never experienced the absence of consciousness? Yeah. So wherever you've gone. I try to. I try to get to it in a float tank. By now, you know, Even in a float tank. Yeah. Perfect. That's another one. Yeah, someone exactly. Might say. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Um, no, no matter where you've gone, no matter what you've done, consciousness has been right there by your side. Mm-hmm. It's the primary experience, consciousness. Mm-hmm. I am aware. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about deep sleep and we'll put them in the same blanket, deep sleep and anesthesia. Yeah. It, is, it is commonly believed that in deep sleep, the body remains and consciousness goes. But how would you even have a sense of any of that if you weren't conscious? <laughs> so so you, you wake up at night, exactly. you wake up from a deep sleep, and you say, oh, I had a great night's sleep. I, I, you may even say, I really blanked out. Well, you, you are aware. That you blanked you out. You are aware of what happened within. So, <laughs> so, so deep sleep is not the um, absence of awareness or consciousness. It's the awareness of absence you're aware of the absence so even in deep sleep hmm. even under anesthesia consciousness can't go anywhere 
it is always with you because it is who you are. Mm. And we, we, we have taken ourselves to be the body. Now, contrary to that, everyone, even in the float tank, good example, has experienced the dissolution of the body. You ask an athlete in sport, man, I don't even know what just happened. I wasn't even there. Or in intimacy, Mm -hmm. intimacy. Man, we were just gone. Like, what was that? I didn't even what just happened? Or walking in nature. Just these are just. It could, by the way, it could be on time in the middle of Times Square on New Year's Eve. It could, doesn't have to be. It could be a conversation like this. Like we just get this. lost. I don't even so far. Like yeah. it, and it just happened, and and so we have experienced the the getting lo- the body. But gets we know lost. we're in the conversation. But we at know the same we're time. in the conversation because you are not the body. The body, just like those those uh, boxes on the webinar, so yep. to speak, appears and disappears within consciousness. Consciousness never leaves us it is who we are and in deep sleep we return to who we are Mm. actually between thoughts we return to who we are but the mind can't grasp this timeless spaceless infinite and eternal place it can't sense it so it upon thought returns it tries to quantify it Mm -hmm. and it it picks it up as if that gap never happened. So that gap is not lack of consciousness. That gap is consciousness itself. It's the lack of the body. It's the absence of the body. And then remember we said earlier that you are a thought. Thought reappears on the screen, and there you are again. Got and it. then thought dissolves on the screen, and there you are again. So it will be perceived by, from the perspective of the belief that I am the body, that, oh, positive Garrett just showed up. So I'm going to be positive. And then, then you dissolve and negative Garrett shows up. But with, with each new thought, with each thought, a new you actually appears until... From nothing. It, from, from, in, from the infinite. From a, the, a consci- consciousness. Can consciousness appear? No. no. It's always here. Yeah. It's our pro- we yeah. are it. We are consciousness. You know, in, in sport, we talk about pain. Like one of the... Uh, just writing an article um, uh, this morning about pain because once again, I didn't get, make it through a week. Today's a Friday, and I didn't make it through a week without someone saying to me, why are some athletes more mentally tough and physically tough than others? I, I, oh, this is a common question. And the, so I said, I'm gonna, i got to write an article on this. I just, I've never really talked about this that much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to really dig into this. And the answer to the question is, if you understand that who you are is consciousness itself, if you know who you are, then pain, pain happens, but it is, it, is, it is not to a body. Pain happens within the true self, within consciousness, and it is absorbed by the whole. So pain happens, but it's not seen as a problem. It's not personal. So this is why those who have a keen sense of who they are handle so-called injury, whether it's even a death in the family even, let alone a physical injury, they handle that with more grace, with more ease. Mm. They understand that it is simply happening within consciousness made 
of consciousness. It is not happening within the body. If you think that an injury happens within or to the body, you're going to do everything under your power to fix that. You're going to spin your wheels. You're going to go doctor after doctor, Zen practice after Zen practice. You're going to be on a never-ending search to eliminate that pain. That pain happens and is absorbed by and, and almost taken in by, so to speak, by the whole. This is why if your dog, if, if I step on my dog's tail, it will screech, but it does not suffer. It, the dog does not suffer. The dog pain is there, but it is the universe's pain. It is not the dog's pain. This is why the dog will not suffer. This is when, why when you're little, or our children were very, very little, your daughter now, she kind of bangs around, and she, but, but she handles it with ease and with grace mm -hmm. because the pain is happening within consciousness. The injury, so to speak, whatever, is happening to the whole and is absorbed and felt and loved by the whole. Mm. And we have, we have forgotten this. Why would you go to a, a movie where you, where, you, where you see a parent suffering and you feel it, you're absorbing that pain. You are, that is consciousness absorbing, absorbing, holding that, that pain. Mm. doesn't happen to the body. And again, those athletes, using sport as the example, who have some sense of that, now they, they rise above, so to speak. Now, by the way, I'm not, don't take this wrong, I am not, saying there's not the right place and time to deal with injury, whether it's psychological injury mm -hmm. or physical injury. There, there is. Again, I'm just explaining it. Mm -hmm. I'm explaining it. I am not, um, I'm not discarding. The, or the, that you should step on your dog's tail or and not be anything empathetic. Like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Anything like that. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm just, again, looking at this from the perspective of the whole rather than the perspective of, a, of, a, of this body-mind who's just trying to figure this all out within the universe. Right. What, what do you say to people like, well, Garrett, like, you know, we hit you in the arm or something, you'd, you'd feel that pain, like, or like you would say, ouch, but you're saying that that just gets absorbed. I don't know that to be true, I would say. I, I get hit in the arm. I could be running for a train in New York City, and I'm getting bashed all over the place, and all I'm doing is running for the train. I don't feel anything that's going on. When I was a hockey player, I... I didn't notice injury till after the game. That's very, what I'm very saying, often. right? So what happens when you stop though? But you, and then you still do feel it, or you still do notice it. Thoughts returned. Oh, so thought I am has back, returned. The, 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 the body is now back on the screen, and and I've taken myself to be that body. Thus, I will feel the pain, and I will. I could even feel the pain to freak out about the pain. And by the way, this still happens to me today. I am yeah. not claiming that I, if my neck, I, you know, old injuries don't creep back in and I don't of feel like, oh man, here we go again. But then, but that insecurity in itself is actually the sign that, whoa, hang on a second here. Don't reach, don't reach out there to objects to try to fix this. Let's just, let's just hang here. And, and, I'm, and I'm not necessarily suggesting this is a strategy, but it's kind of how it looks to me. That insecurity in itself is what really ramps up the pain. It's not the injury that ramps up the pain. It's the, it's the trying to get rid of it, which is actually a way that we fortify the misunderstanding. Thus, we feel more give and more, more attention. attention. Yeah, we give it more attention. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. That's cool. So just to go back to make sure I, I, I grasp all that, float tank, sleeping, in the zone as an athlete, any time that you say that, well, 
I was really in that zone. That zone of what I called nothing was, is, or like emptiness or source is consciousness where we, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's to me, it's almost like our experience is whatever the ratio is in our finite thinking of matter right now of that 10% and the consciousness, the vastness source is that ether, that not what we're, what we're like uh, putting into a little box right now, what we're calling, yeah, calling ether. Um, so we experience that and then we come back to this small little percent over here and say, hey man, I was in the, well no, you were, you were in the void, you were in the, the unified field, so to speak, all these other terminologies they have for it. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or we have for it. And so that's, you're saying is pure consciousness. Yeah. 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 And then within that now to build on top of that, you expanded onto the article you started writing about pain. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people ask you about how some athletes deal with pain and others don't. And you were referring back to the context you created about being in that zone of the unified field or in that deep sleep, whatever, whenever you slip into that consciousness, you can get into that same state as you're in an activity. Let me, let me just interrupt you in one second. Sure. You don't slip into that. You, 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 you are you, that. You are always you are in always that. that. What, what you can, as when, when the body Thank mind. Thank you for correcting yeah, that. When, yeah. when, when, when the body mind reappears, it's simply veiling. Yeah. It's veiling who you are. So there's a, and, and by the way, th- again, this is only happening from the perspective of the body mind, from the perspective of the screen it doesn't know what's on it. It, it. it sees it. It only sees itself. Right. This is why we say things like love only knows love. Mm-hmm. Consciousness knows itself as itself by itself. It doesn't consciousness. And this is a, this is actually a common misunderstanding in new age Advaita or an Advaita means not to uh, 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 non-duality or spirituality where you'll hear things like, well, you're here so God can know himself or itself. No, 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 no. God does not need you and me, the image of you and me, to mm. know itself. Consciousness knows itself by itself, as itself, always. We will come off the perch of purity and say that, that the boxes on the screen of the webinar appear so consciousness or God can know itself in the webinar. That's but right. we're not going to say, we're not ever going to claim. It's a, it's a, I, I mean this, it's, it. it's a mistake to claim that consciousness needs a body mind to know itself. It, it's actually preposterous. It, 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 I feel very strongly about that because it's 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 it, this is the this is how the ego creeps into spirituality and tries to make itself important. It's actually saying, think of what it's saying. It's saying that that uh, that God needs the needs, ego. Yeah. The ego is not even there from the perspective no. of God, and. We have to see that now, and we will again jump. We will come off the perch of purity and say, "Yes, every conversation, including this one, including Donald Trump speaking to uh, Putin, every conversation is actually a conversation in an attempt to go back home. We're all going back home. We right. God wants us home again. That's not the big guy with the white beard. It's the consciousness oh, oh, for sure. There's no right. separate God. It's right. a, it's, a, it's another big mis. You know. Yeah. You know, um, source again, again, you know, you have to, this is, we're jumping a little bit, but it's cool discussion. Um, spiritual teachers, including me today, including you often, we will make concessions to the teaching in order to 
so-called drop down to the seeing of the audience. Okay. Now that's not to say that we're at some level at the audience. We're actually all the same. Right. But so, so an example of that would be Jesus saying, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Now, the problem is when he said it, my assumption would be that he was very clear that there was no others. <laughs> he, he was making a, a concession to those who thought that they were a separate self and giving them a way to get back to the whole. Mm -hmm. But Jesus did not, Jesus knew there was no such thing as another, mm -hmm. but he said it as a concession to those who thought they were others. So it, it gets, but it gets, it gets handed down as if, if you do well for someone else, you will find salvation. So now we're going to, this is how the ego grabs hold of love and makes it personal. Mm -hmm. And it's a wild goose chase because we don't do unto others so we can feel better. This is the secret agenda that's, so, that's, right. that's almost encouraged in spirituality. That's right. No, no. We are on, in, in this conversation is, is part of an inward exploration and, and in the direct path, which is what we're talking about today, the direct path as opposed to what we would call the progressive path. So the progressive path that many that you and I are familiar with, and by the way, I'm not suggesting one better than the other. I'm just a direct path teacher. But a progressive path would be more into uh, quieting the ego and then preparing it for the direct path. So meditation is one way mm -hmm. that people people do that which mm -hmm. is perfectly fine by the way i'm not i'm, I'm it's not the path i teach but it's it, it it has its it's it's right in certain instances mm -hmm. for example if you get someone who's so all over the place then they're not ready for the direct path they're not ready for the ego to be trounced upon and say and obliterated they're not ready for that so let's quiet it down and then we'll go we'll go straight at it so this is why psychology as i said before is sometimes a very relevant tools, so to speak, because if you get someone who is so suffering so much, and, and again, suffering is the separate self. Mm -hmm. They are so sure that who they are is the separate body, suffering. They are seeking, they are resisting, fear and desi desire and fear. That is, that is a separate self on steroids, so to speak. Then it would be perfectly relevant for that person to see a, 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 a psychologist who can kind of get them, however he or she would do it, into a more calmer so-called state of mind. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be what I would do. Yeah. But in my, in my work, there are times where I suggest that prior to the deep dive of the eradication of ego. Do you want to others? You have to you, get, you, get that context. It, 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 you know, the, the least spiritual thing you and I could ever do would be to exclude anything, mm -hmm. like literally anything. That is the least spiritual thing we could do. Yeah. We are, as I've said before, we are open. We are open to all experience. Whatever appears within is welcome and is seen as it is, as, as love. And again, we don't, this is, this is, we don't excuse certain things. We don't, uh, we stand up, but we, we don't stand up for our personal beliefs. We stand up for awareness. So recently I was, I think I was watching CNN, <laughs> which is hard to do these days. And I, 
I saw someone use the MLK quote. Um, something along, I'm, I'm going to mess this up, but something along the lines of, uh, you start to die when you don't stand up for, uh, when, you, when you allow things to happen. I, I, it's something, when you don't stand up for what's right. When, when you don't stand up, like when you, when you just are an observer to prejudice or whatever. It was in reference to something our president said. And the way the CNN commentators took that quote was that you've got to be critical and blame Donald Trump. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. What King meant was take a stand as love and then go. So take a stand for what's right. Take a stand as who you are. Who are you? The universe. Everything that appears within you is made of you. We are one. And then go. Because, and going back to Jesus again, I'm using a lot of Jesus quotes. It's interesting. But going back to Jesus, be in the world but not of it. That's what he meant. So you go back into the material world as consciousness, as love, as the being we share, and then and then you can really make things happen. And then perhaps we could, we could turn each other back to source. Not, no blame, no venom, no, um, no prejudice against the prejudice. I mean, how's that worked out? We simply take a stand as the true self and then go back into the world. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily recommend everyone who's listening to this to, to, to try to do that now. And I would say, know yourself. Who are you? Who are you? Get, 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 kind of answer that question. Um, realize that you're, first realize that you're not this body. This echo that's been in the back of your mind that's told you that since you were two years old. It was worth mm-hmm. listening to. See, you're not this body. I am, the, I am not the one who experiences I am the one who is experienced. I am the one who knows. And then realize that, because we're still in separation at that point, Gabriel, like we're still in the knower and the known, but then realize, as we've said before, that it's all made of the same stuff. And then go back out from that perspective and just go. And things will start. This is this is the space you were talking about before. You won't be deliberately trying to save the world or, or be, run for president. You it, it will in your own way. You will be you will be, uh, pointing, a blind world back inward. It's so counterintuitive to mm-hmm. phase one thinking because it can almost sound selfish when you really outline the process. Like right now, I'm not really concerned with you or your hologram. I'm concerned with my and doing the best I can do. And by doing that, it takes better care of you it, it, or ex- even if, or myself, because you were just an, ex- it, it's we're, one, we're, the one. Same. we're one. We're, 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 yes. We, we, we know your greatest gift to the universe is knowing yourself. It, it, it is no, and that's not knowing yourself as your body and your name and your career and how many kids you have and your family and your past. No, not that, not that. Knowing who you are. Our greatest gift to the universe is knowing ourselves. We would, absent of the knowing of who you are, absent of the knowing of who you are, under, living 
from the perspective of the primary belief that reigns in our culture, reigns in our world, across cultures, I should say, under the primary belief that who you are is the body, we, without the eradication of that belief, we are wheel spinning. Upon the eradication of that belief, the whole house of cards crumbles and you are left, you are left bare, you are, you are, you are love, and, and we've got, a, we've got a, 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 an amazing opportunity to, to share and, and, and heal. Now, not, I want to be clear about this. I'm not suggesting knowing yourself for any purpose other than knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. I would say, however, that absent of the recognition that you are not the body, we won't heal the world. I, I will say that. In other words, we, we must, we have to eradicate that belief. That, 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 is, that is essential. That is a prerequisite for world peace. No question. And, and we have all proof. I mean, how are we doing? I mean, it, it's, it's, it's... Yeah, how's it worked out so how's far? How's it worked out so far? I mean, under this, this uh, j- just, you know, we're, we're, we're just wheel spinning, you know? Yeah. And... Um, it's a prerequisite. Knowing who you are is a prerequisite for peace, happiness, world peace too. But it is, we don't know who we are for that purpose. We, 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 this journey is my life's work because it became the most interesting thing in my life by, by a long shot. Boom. There's nothing even close. Boom. Not even as much as I love my wife and children, as you, and you know yeah. our family. Yeah. This is number one. Yeah. This is the most and 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 an interesting love, as you were just saying. The more interesting this becomes, the more the, you can support the, Chelsea. The, the more, the, the more, more we you, love. The, yeah. the more, the more, and I see my children starting to to uh, to to to, 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 yeah. to hold my hand and come with me and keep me on the straight and narrow. Also, it's cool. And my wife too. It's cool. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, also, the more that the more that we start to take our power back, the more powerful you become and the more responsibility you get to take. Like you realize that. And then another way, another way to say that, or I like to say it is that, Oh my God, I'm responsible for all of this because I'm creating it at the same time. And a lot of people don't want to look at that because that would require taking that responsibility. Well, it's, it's because of our, the connotation of personal as, as we've learned it, it's very burdensome to people. And, and one of the, in my work with athletes and uh, even organizations, um, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a common thing where I will say to someone, look, or even parents, I would say, look, you're, you've got to remove burden. Your role is to remove burden. We, we are so, we've got this so bloody backwards. In other words, um, I spoke to this mother of this uh, addict the other day and, um, and uh, the, the, the young man, 24 years old, he, he, he was struggling with all these methods and halfway houses and, and, and all of these, uh, all these uh, and, and he was, it wasn't working. And uh, I did this, uh, this uh, webinar on addiction once and she ha- happened to stumble on it. And uh, she called me up, found me, and I had a conversation and... Uh, uh, her name is Jill. I said, Jill, y- y- you've got a, y- you're, you guys are, are increasing burden on this young man. 
I said, let me ask you a question. If, if he was 50 years old and, and couldn't support himself, would you support him? Of course I would support him. I said, does he know that? No. Well, it's true, though. You, you would support him. Oh, 100%. Why don't you tell him that? Yeah. Tell him that. Well, if I tell him that, that'll, that'll unmotivate. Well, is he motivated now? We've got it backwards. Exactly. It is from a perspective of freedom. Sacrifice. It's got to be got hard. It backwards. It's got to, I, We've got it backwards. If I love you, I got to control you. And I got, I, I got, you've got to make your way. Yeah. We've got it backwards. We have got it totally. How are we doing? How did you, how did you do under that when your parents mm-hmm. told you that? How did I do? We made ourselves crazy trying to be the success. For what? Yep. For what? We. we when you when you when you start to see what all of this is made of again from the perspective of who we are the notion of personal burden is a f- it's folly it, it, there is no person mm-hmm. show me the person show me the person or I, or better said at this stage of the game possibly is the person is there but the person is not made of what we think we're made of it's like we're actually saying, you know that, that mirage, that water in the desert? That's actually water. It's the same thing. You, you are not the, what you think. You're, you're not made of matter. You are mm-hmm. made of consciousness. You are infinite and eternal. You're not going anywhere. You're right. safe. You're safe. You're peace. You're not, you cannot be harmed. I promise, no matter what happens within you, you cannot be harmed. You cannot be dissolve you cannot be dented you are infinite and eternal we are infinite and eternal we share this being personal responsibility we're making the we're we we're making this illusory perspective of from a separate self we're, we're we're digging in and digging in digging in digging in and all those all that stuff that's happening on the screen is about to blow up unless we can we can look at this and we can look at it in the face of all kinds of criticism because we have a, I, I can only guess that your audience here is a pretty nice audience. Mm-hmm. We're pretty much on the same wavelength type audience. But bring this out to the world of Twitter and you should see what happens. Yeah. You know, bring, suggest that a human being cannot be resilient and you will have people think, think you should be you know, wiped yeah. off the face of the earth. I mean, so, right. so this is a very nice and comfortable audience we have here. Right. But, um, and that's fine. We'll, 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 we'll together with, su- with supporting each other. Um, you know, as Buddha said, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the teaching and the community. That's right. It, and the community. And this community will, will keep building and building and we'll hold each other's hands. So when we, when I jump off the, the wagon here and I start bitching about this or that, you say, Hey, care, come on, man. Let's, let's yeah. come here. We're going to look back at who we are. Thank That's you. Right. Thank you. Let's do that together. Yeah. And I would do the same. And we do that within our families and you do that here, here at Sumas. We do it. We're do, we, and, and, and it starts to, it starts to, it starts to build. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. And when, when the veil is lifted by consciousness, by God, we wake up but not until we can't expect someone to see what we're saying today. If that veil is in place, they will not, they will not see it. 
they will not see it. They will, they will, they will see it when the veil is when the veil is lifted. The prodigal son didn't just decide to turn around and come back home. No, God lifted the veil, and the prodigal son, the image, turned then turned around, not the other way. Yeah. The prodigal son didn't turn the veil and find God. No, God lifted the veil. Yeah. It wasn't the prodigal son's fault that he strayed, and it wasn't to his credit that he turned around. Right. That is the journey. That was his journey. And did did he lift? And then did he lift that veil himself, Garrett? Well, well, yes. We we are we are using the image of the, in this example of the prodigal son right. as an example, right. as as a metaphor. That was his hero's journey. For, for right, and and that's all we are. We're we're images on the screen. We're images playing the part in on the screen. That that's all we are. We're just we're just using. Um, you know, as we talked about this once before, you and I like the the only truth is just stillness silence mm-hmm. <laughs> silence but in this in this game as you were saying before the, the michael douglas thing yeah. in this game we use metaphors we use illustrations we we, we use words to yep. to point each other back to who we are yeah and and yes but it, it i'm not taking i'm not doing that it's just i have no idea as you said before we, we don't even know what we're saying in this conversation right it's just we didn't practice for this. We're just letting it fly. Supporting actors, though, to a certain extent, even though we're letting it fly, and the Definitely. lines, the lines aren't scripted, or we didn't have any pre-discussion about it. It's it's like a a universal creation, a higher self that is guiding what we're doing. Like I'm showing up a certain way for you, and you've shown up a certain way for me. No question. And um, as a creator, I'm creating what like what I need to hear from you. Definitely, the, the, the creation is another one. In other words, like. Human beings don't create. We do not create. We are only from the perspective in the material world here, in in on a relative level. Right. We are simply the agencies mm-hmm. of creation. Right. We are the agencies of creation itself. We we don't all these classes we take and all these motivational how you can become more creative. No, no, you are the agency of creation. Yeah. You you yourself have no, you're not, you're not doing that. Like I'm moving my hands here and I didn't yeah. realize I was mo- until thought returned. And now I, now I want to take credit for moving my right. hands, even though they were moving because you're that, the creator creating the creative class. Exactly, exactly. You're the creator creating the creative class is creative experience. Like it's yeah. just, it's when, when Jackson, who, you know, my son was playing college baseball. We used to have this thing where, you know, he was an infielder or a shortstop. And, and we used to have this thing where we were, where um, I would say reckless, reckless but it was code for you're not out there doing it you're just out there being you're going to be because you know infielders are in baseball are so taught to expect every ball to come to them which is preposterous you talk about tension this ball's coming to me like 10 right or or to uh, you know, play free or just not care which is all not, you, you're going to care to the extent that you think you're the body mind, the veil is in place at that moment. It's, yeah. But even if the veil is in place, it doesn't mean anything. It's, it's fine. However, Jackson and I would have this thing, just reckless. And it was, a, it was our, our little code for you, you are consciousness. You're free. You're free. It was, you're pure free. You're, and reckless could be taken the wrong way, but it was just our word. Just go, just you're free. You're pure. You're free. You're nothing that on that field that happens could ever impact you. Not one iota. 
You know, sometimes, sometimes in some public offerings, people will, people will say, well, you know, Garrett, this is all well and good, but like, I need some practical stuff. <laughs> you know, I need, you got to give me some practical shit, man. Like this is, yeah. And I got to be honest, like I struggled with that for years and I, I came up with some stuff that I don't even know what I, what I said, but, and then a couple of years back, it occurred to me, oh man, there's nothing more practical than knowing that who you are does not share the limits and destiny of the body. What could be more practical than knowing your infinite and eternal nature? That's the most practical thing yeah. there is. That yeah. We're not concerned about what we're saying right now. No. We're infinite and eternal. We're, we're, that I'm was actually, reckless. I'm actually on the edge of like what's going to come out next because right. it's like cool. it's constant feedback learning loop yeah. right now. That was reckless. That's what I meant with yeah. text when, about being reckless. Like, like, so so what, what's practical? Me telling you how to, to think right, to think positive, to, to communicate with another when another doesn't exist to to uh, be respectful of your elders to not litter to not be not discriminate to what is that practical what's the most practical it's so practical you know your own being you are infinite eternal you you're safe you're safe would you would you say that it's very close to that freedom and that infinite and what you were in Jackson referring to as reckless, that freedom also is fun. You're free, like free. Okay, so freedom, fun. It's a good. Like, qu- it's a good question. So I got to be honest with you. I, I know what you're saying in that, but the, the problem. Okay, just stay with me now. Yeah. This is going to be cool. So the problem is with words like that. And again, you have to understand that words, our vocabulary, was designed to explain duality. Yeah, to limit it. Okay, so 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 our words are described are used to describe an illusion. Yeah. Okay. So our wor- so so part of this discussion and part of this work is even cleaning up the language to a certain extent. And this is why I'm this is why I'm the fun thing is important. Because what we don't want is the, the separate self, a human being wants to for life to be fun. But the, the true self knows that there, there is no life to begin with. In, in other words, we don't want to aggrandize that. And so I would be cautious with the word like fun because fun is taken like life is about enjoyment and, 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 and fun. Like, so, so I know the, feel, the feeling behind what you're saying. So it's very obvious. Well, inspired? It, yeah. Insp- well, it's, it's free. It's free, you know, and, and it's just... Um, so we, we would describe, for example, the true self or consciousness. Another word we would use would be freedom, mm-hmm. but we would never use fun. We, we would never use fun. Fun is personal. Fun is, um, uh, fun is what we do when we go to the amusement park. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. This seems fun, although I wouldn't have called it fun until you said it was fun. <laughs> so, so do you know what I'm saying? Like we don't, we, so, so words we use for the true self are creation, freedom, happiness, love, peace. Um, but when we talk about happiness, that even gets a little sticky because what we're really pointing to is causeless joy. Mm-hmm. We're not pointing to the happiness that comes when you watch your your daughter take her first steps or something, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or watch your son do 
do his karate, whatever he's doing, sports, and hit a home run. That's there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. I mean, we're, yeah. we're it's totally cool, but we wouldn't. We're we're really taking that direct path back to true nature. To, let's go direct, and the more as a teacher, the more precise I am. The 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 more uh, profound the teaching is. In other words, I, I have, and, I, and I'm not even precise enough. Like I, I'm not precise enough. I get it. You know, like I got to keep looking at this and stripping away my my yeah. habits and my beliefs and stuff like that. And it's as I said, it's not an arduous journey. Like this conversation, like I, I look, I was looking forward to this. I couldn't sleep at night. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. So so it's not like it's a it's hard. It, it, um, it's 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 not hard. However, it can be, especially early. And I, I want to. Uh, caution people to a certain extent it it's so mind-blowing that it can be somewhat harrowing in the beginning yeah and this is why a, a support system the community is yes. so essential because when you start to obliterate the ego right it's gonna kick it's gonna fight for its life right it's gonna fight for its life how dare you tell me i'm not this body like like it's gonna want to go to the habits and all the things yeah. that pacified in the past how dare you steal that from me um you know, I, as you know, I was a, a, a really good golfer when I stopped playing hockey and golf was a big part of my life, playing in golf tournaments, yeah. amateur golf all over the world and and some pro tournaments and all that. And um, that held on a little bit to me like that, that wanting to now, now, if I play golf four times a year, it's a lot. And it's only because my son, Jackson, likes golf so much. It's not even like I'm really that into it. Yeah. Um, and we, we played golf recently and we were driving home. And the course where we were was having a father-son tournament weekend. It was tournament weekend, three days. And I said, would you have wanted to do that, that father-son thing? He goes, well, I'm like, yeah, me too. I'm like, well, what, what, why are you like, well? He's like, Cause, dad, it seems a little bit, and like, a little bit much to spend three days there in a father-son. I mean, I love you, but it feels yeah. like, I'm like, that's cool. I, I agree with that. We, we would... We were like, we've got, we've got, we've got, we got some more exploration to do. Let's, That's right. Let's keep, let's stay on a ball here. And I'm not criticizing. It's it's I fine, get it, but yeah. it, but it's it it's it, it, oh, ten years ago that would have been the highlight. Of, that would have been the big thing. Yeah. You know. So again, we as I we said earlier, those activities in this case that once fortified ego don't make that much sense anymore and there's nothing wrong with the sport of golf it's my favorite sport it's a fantastic sport okay yeah. but i'd rather be here exploring with you because that's your thing now that's that's what you found that's it, that's it it's the it's the pathless path it's 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 um and and um it's as i said it, it's the most fascinating thing there is you get emotional talking about it the, yeah the, the, I've almost welled up a couple times know, throughout I'm this conversation. The, the, yeah. Like you're, you're, we're, we're, we've spun it back home. We're, we're, we're going, we're back home. We're not afraid. And, and I was so afraid to talk about this with people my whole life. My yeah. teammates, my, my father would have, um, right before he died, I even gave it a slight try and he just totally <laughs> threw it right back at me. And I said, okay, I said, remember Garrett, just presence. Yeah. You don't need to, to pre be with him. You just be present with him. Yeah. You don't need to teach him now. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, I was so afraid and I held it so close and it was torturous to, 
to not take a look. Uh, but the but again, what, once the veil was lifted, and it, and it and it appears that it was lifted by that hockey player, as we said earlier, yeah. that's how it how it played out. And it's it's come full force. A lot of sleepless nights, but not tired. But not that's right. Not being tired. Uh, uh, a lot of uh, rumination, but not problematic rumination. That's right. It, it's 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 quite interesting. I, I, um, you know, anyone who's listening to this, at the right time and place, it will occur to all of us that it no longer makes sense to connect our identity to the material world, to the, to the the rat race so to speak it, it just won't make sense anymore and listen to that and and it's not to say that you don't get pulled back there occasionally uh, uh, you do yeah. you do but you'll know it when you do because insecurity will ramp up and rightly so i once had a i'll tell you a funny story i once had a at one of these all-day meetings i do this this woman once asked me this question um and she said, you know, I really don't know what to do about this, but I love being here. This is so cool. I'm learning a lot, blah, blah, blah. But I'm suffering. I'm like, well, what's, what's going on? And she says, well, my boyfriend just took off to Oregon. He, he left me. And I, I don't know what to do about it. I'm, I'm suffering so much. <laughs> so I, I, I looked at her and... I said, you're right to suffer. I said, you're right to suffer. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm right, su- I'm right to suffer. I said, well, suffering, suffering occurs when you connect your identity, your well-being, who you are to, in this case, a relationship. You're right to suffer. She goes, oh, my God, I, I thought it was such a problem. I said, no, it's, it's not a problem. It's exactly what's supposed to happen. Now, I didn't give her a, a strategy to feel better. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, didn't, I wasn't trying to do that. I, I was, this is the direct path, as I said. This is not about that. That's, she's not coming to spend the day with me in this audience because she needs a strategy. I mean, that, that's, people know what I do. This yeah. is not that. This isn't a place to come where we're all going to get together for a good feeling. We're going to come and get together to not care about feelings. Feelings are transient. They come and go within consciousness. I'm not looking there. I'm looking to love. I'm mm-hmm. looking to consciousness. Anyway, but what clearly happened in this example was when she stopped trying to fix the suffering, when she stopped trying to feel better, the issue was still present, but she saw it from a different perspective. She saw it from the perspective of who she is and, and not who she was not. So, so in the, within the whole, object to object, pain, pleasure, as I said before. But when she realized that, oh my God, the suffering is not the, not the result of my boyfriend leaving me. The suffering is the result of the veil. I am the body. So she was right to suffer. She was connecting, again, who she is not, a body, 
a separate self to another separate self who she is not. Mm-hmm. And, and it was my role in this case to point that out to her. And wasn't that interesting? Like I sat back and watched her face and um, without any me, I was not trying to make her feel better. Not, no, I was not. I, but she woke up to who she was in the moment and, and um, had a terrific day with us. You know, it was cool. It's a good example. And I, again, I want to be clear. I, I, I'm not suggesting the direct path back to source. I'm not suggesting non-duality as a means to an end. That's not the point. Suffering was still there within, but from the perspective of the universe, as we said, it is seen in a different, it is seen in a different light. The universe actually can't even know suffering. God can't know it. can't know suffering. God sees suffering as itself. That's a, that's the answer to a, to a question that's plagued theologists forever. Why would God allow suffering? And the answer to that question is God doesn't know suffering. God only knows itself as itself by itself. That, rattle, <clears throat> that rattles a lot of cages, man. That's good. It's so, it's so tough with like knowing all this too. When you say that, you think about yeah, but Garrett, what about when this happens in the world and that happens in the world? And it's just yeah. like, oh, it's so tough right. to wrap your mind around. But imagine being a imagine being a sufferer, a separate self, trying to fix a separate self. Understood. That's why we're suffering. In, in other words, knowing the knowing of your own being throws you into harmony. Trying to trying to see the world through this illusory perspective and then Again, using the ego to get rid of the ego is emboldening this illusion of ego. And, and you know, the sages have said this forever. Jesus said it. I'm like, like uh, Ramana Mahashi, even more modern guys like Alan Watts or John Klein, Francis Lucille, Rupert Sparrow. They, 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 this is this is this is what they've said. You know, we're we're yeah we. It, it's sacrilege to say that God doesn't know suffering. But how would the infinite know the finite? So when we say, even when we said before, that you are the one that's experienced, you are known, that it, at that stage of the teaching, the early stage, I don't really care if, if, if the student, I'm, I feel awkward using that kind of word, but I don't know another word. If the mm-hmm. person I'm speaking to is looking at it, that, that consciousness is knowing the body. I don't have a problem at that stage, but it's, it's not true. I would never claim that that was true. Consciousness, the, the infinite, cannot know the finite. The minute that consciousness, the infinite, knew the finite, it would no longer be, be infinite. Right. The infinite can only know the infinite. How would the infinite know the finite? There would have to be something other than the infinite if it knew the finite. So there couldn't be infiniteness. But is the infinite, what we said before, is the infinite having a, a, intentionally trying to have that experience? The infinite has no experience. There is just now. There is just presence. It is only from the perspective of you and me mm-hmm. that we are trying to make our way back there and trying to explain this. You know, in religion, and this will make sense to you and some of the listeners, that, that, you know, innocently, innocently, we're taught that it's all God, 
but then we're also taught to have a personal relationship with God. Now, let's just review that for a second. Or that God knows us, right? Mm-hmm. God has a plan for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is how I would describe it innocently. It's the ego trying to hijack spirituality, but be, be that as it may. If it's all God, how could God know us? If we are here and if God knows us, then it's not all God. So pick your poison. There's either duality or there's not. Mm-hmm. There's the illusion of duality. That's true. Why does, du- why does duality exist? It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. So it, it's not, it's all consciousness. Consciousness cannot know a finite entity because the finite entity is consciousness. It's not even there. It's not there. We're not there. We're not here as we think we're here. You know, it's cool. You know, you hear people uh, have these near-death experiences and they come back and they say, you know, this is all, this is all a game. You know that, right? This mm-hmm. is all not here as you think it's here. Everyone, that, it's all that's pointing That's why, in that like, I'll, it just bugs me out. I'm like, hey, Garrett, have you... Uh, tried this you know coffee kombucha have you seen that movie you mean the one that's uh, all over my yeah, shirt yeah yeah am i did i i created that created you saying that it's just to fortify me just to fortify my experience right so i don't i like i don't even know it's this has been my thing for the last couple of weeks is like i could say garrett did you see stranger things did i create this universe where everyone like saw this show stranger things and yeah but so so th- so listen as we, as you know, we said before. Does that make sense to you, though? Oh, more like like I spend my whole day floating around, trying to um, um, jumping back and forth between the confusion of this of this body mind. This is who I am, and then the knowing of my own being. But that's quite normal. In, in, in other words, we have we have laid out very clearly early in this conversation that separation is an illusion i mean i think we have now 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 if someone you know anybody who's listening can always reach out to us and we can kick it around but to review like no one has found an edge to the universe anything that's happened within the universe and let's use the word consciousness no one has found an edge to consciousness no one at uh, no one has yet to to find an edge to it no one has and nothing that's ever appeared within consciousness has scathed consciousness. This is, this is our experience. So if no object, apparent object, has ever appeared outside, nothing has started outside of consciousness and jumped in, yeah. we haven't taken anything and thrown it outside of consciousness. It's almost funny to even talk about it because obviously this is an infinite container, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Consciousness is infinite and eternal. That's easy. Now, again, if no, if this bottle I'm holding in my hand now has not appeared outside of consciousness, which it hasn't, and wherever it goes, it's in consciousness, and it's always been in consciousness. Whenever this body bottle appears, it, it's never not been in consciousness. Is it a leap to say it's made of consciousness? It's, it can't be outside of the space. 
Therefore, it is the space. Therefore, it is. It has to be made of the space Don't shake within it up which again it too appears. Much, oh gang. shit! <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 we've already in, in it, our our experience is telling us that sep- any uh, any any appearance of separation is not what it's cracked up to be. Right. Now, of course, the body mind wants to say, "Okay, then why do we see it that way?" I, but we already we already went through that. I can't answer the why question because that would have to mean that separation is real. We just said separation is not real. So if it's all the same, if there's no separation, then there's no why. It just is. Okay, it just is. So now, we would, in the teaching, we, we say, well, God, the the infinite veils the infiniteness, and we appear, we we emerge, we ripple, we are we're a modulation or a vibration that starts to vibrate, and boom, there we are. That's romantic and all, and I'm not saying I don't say that in my teaching, but it's not true. That's only from the perspective of, of another vibration within consciousness that that is happening with me yeah so it's not that all that stuff that we you just described that you're ruminating in your apparent head (laughs) (laughs) that that's not happening that 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 appears to be happening from the perspective of you right and i could even look at you and see you going scratching your head the emoji you know like oh what's happening here but that's fine it's the knowing it's the knowing that it's not true that we're talking about. So we describe it as the belief in separation vanishes. The appearance of separation remains. Got it. Remains. Until, Got it. until maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Until it doesn't. And, and that's okay. That's seeing um, something that we disagree with. Separation. Yeah but not railing against it. That's, that's watching our children even do something that we disagree with yeah. and not blaming them. And from, from the perspective of knowing that that separation isn't real, we are then in a, in a and this is a practical thing, we are then in a better, we're then more in harmony, as I said before, and we're in a better position to love and then to find answers we you we have to with with, (laughs) if separation is real as i said materialism materialism would be that objects are actual independent entities that's a subject there is me and there is all the objects that are not me and that is true that's materialism under that paradigm a paradigm of conflict it's a it's a paradigm of self survival and it's a it's a it's a paradigm of that will run its course there's just no that's that's a law there's no question that's going to happen so garrett we're believing forget the why we're believing or we're choosing to believe or we're changing we're our, not or, choosing there's no choice no all right we'll get back to that in a second we're believing that there is no separation. 
or believing that there is separation? No, we already had, but now we're believing that there is no separation. It's not a belief. Stick to what I said before. It's our, we're, we're, we're no longer looking at belief. Okay. We are, the, the road back to who we are is a road of eliminating belief. Okay. Eliminating it. A belief, so the way I would describe it, again, for practical purposes, concepts are necessary. Okay. Okay. So the concept of separation, the appearance of separation, the concept of separation, we live in that concept. Okay. The minute it becomes a belief, we're screwed. A belief is accepting something is true that we have no experience of. So you have no experience that separation is true. None, none. Now, as a concept, we can make use of that. Okay. But if it becomes a belief, again, no experience of it. We're just accepting because someone told us it's true. Okay. Then we're screwed. So we're eliminating beliefs. Okay. We, we, we are, we are, we are, the harmony is the elimination of beliefs. A belief is, is again, taking something, um, rather, uh, taking a concept. And, and making it true, even though you don't have the experience. So what we've said today in this, in this uh, discussion is that no one has had the experience of separation. We're living in a belief that nobody can find. Okay. How's that going to work out? But it's still, but if, if, I rewind, if I rewind back, we said that Somehow you said, I don't know if you used the word belief or not, but you said we're choosing, we're not choosing, we're believing, we're thinking. The, the bottom line was that there's no separation, but the separation is still there. The appearance. The appearance of the separation is still there. The, How did you phrase that little... The knowing. There's a knowing. Right. There's a knowing. We know that sep- we now, based on experience, mm-hmm. our experience is crying out and saying, there's no such thing as separation. Okay. Garrett, show me how you could show this separation. Oh, I, I can show you. There's a separate bottle. There's a separate... Where are all these bottles? Where is this desk? Where is this microphone? Where is this body appearing? Oh, it appears in, in, the, in consciousness. Right. Has it ever appeared outside of consciousness? No, right. It's made of consciousness. Right. So, and it's all made of. So, so, we, so our experience is that it's all. There's any any appearance of separation is an illusion. Now, again, I could walk you through this in various yeah. ways. For example, if I was to say to you, Gabriel, show me show me the line of distinction between you and me right now. Where would you point? Yeah. Would you point at your body Anywhere, right here? Here? Like there, is it here? Is it there? Or w- you can't find it. Right. And if you said, well, it's my body and your, well, what's in, so the space in between us. No, that's the reason I brought that back up because it was very supportive because now I'm like, again, I'm not sure. I want to get sharp on the language and clean it up. Good, 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 good. And, and we can rewind or talk about it more, but not to, so we can progress, is that the appearance of the separation, even though whatever calling that I got rid of the belief or I've made, I've made the choice, I don't know what language to use well, right you, now. Well, you don't, be bold. Be bold. You, you're, uh, I was like this for years. Be bold. Call it a truth. Remember? My, my truth? Not, no, no. Truth. There's no such thing. Your truth would be a belief. It's or, truth. Or an ego, right? So, so truth. it's truth. And, and remember we said, let's keep stripping away. Let's keep going and going yeah. until we find the one thing that, we, that, that is true. The so, one thing that's left standing. And the one thing that's left standing is 
we could say it in a bunch of different ways, but one way we could say it is separation is an illusion. Okay. It's so it is a truth, but it still appears. It still appears. It still appears. It's an illusion. It appears. It illusions yeah. for some reason yes. here right now. Well, that's fine, but I would even not even say illusion. It just is. It's just it's it appears that we are se- you and I are separate entities. It appears that way. But we're not. We're both we're these module I'm just using this for descriptive purposes. Yeah, sure. We're modulations. It's like a, it's like a little whirlpools in the ocean. I mean, it's not this made of the ocean. It's obvious. Right. The, 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 the same thing with the, the, uh, the faces on the computer screen. They're made of the computer screen. When you look at it, you see it's obvious, and it's, it's no different here and now. It's no different. No different. So be bold. S- say it's a truth. Now, it's not a... So in, in a, another way to look at that would be, I would say, as I asked you before, no one has ever experienced the absence of awareness the absence of consciousness, which would then lead us to say we are conscious. But Mm -hmm. I would not say that the absence of awareness isn't possible. I would just say, because I'm going with experience, our experience is telling us that separation is not real. Um, So I'm saying it's it's, it's, that's what's true. So it's, remember I said before, like no one has ever found the edge to the universe. Mm -hmm. I didn't say there is for sure it's a truth or no edge to the universe. I'm sticking with experience and experience says that no one's ever found an edge to it. So another way I often describe this is no one has ever experienced a pink elephant. So experience tells us that pink elephants don't exist, but we leave ourselves open Mm -hmm. to the possibility (laughs) that someone might. So no one has found an edge to the universe Nothing that's ever happened within the universe has scathed the universe. That's experience. Our experience is telling us that we are not separate. Someday could our experience tell us that that's all wrong? I think we would have figured it out already, but I don't want to be that, but that wouldn't be true. So, so, but, but, but the truth is that no one has ever experienced separation. That's a truth. That's a flat it's out like no truth. no one's experienced a pink elephant up until now. That's a truth. It's a truth. And no one's find the edge of the universe. It's a truth. We're actually describing, forget the pink elephant, that was just a yeah, metaphor, yeah, but yeah. The, the, other, the, the edge to the universe, and separ- that's actually the same truth described in different ways. Right. Because there's only one truth. The only truth is that there is no, we have, no one has ever experienced a separation, separation, or a separate self, or distinction, or division, or discrimination. How about we're, how about diversity? Has ever we're trying to be more diverse? How's that working? Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as diversity. Yeah, it's bringing us further and further away from <laughs> truth. You're not going to get it. It's hilarious. no one has ever experienced diversity. Say another word for separation. I mean, I feel that way with um, we fight for like everyone has a right. So when you f- start fighting for like more rights for one group, then you're just, you're separating yourself further. Like yes. we're not separate to begin with. Yes. Yes. And, and by the way, I'm not suggesting within the material, material or the objective world, it's not, re- it's not appropriate to change laws based on past. I'm not, it's yeah. all fine. And it actually, I think it is appropriate in certain circumstances. I mean, politically I'm a pretty le- left leaning person. Okay. Let's not take it too serious. Let's understand what's really going on here. We're, we're kind of we 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 we're we're only 
we're only um, we're only making these laws or whatever at the level of separation. Mm-hmm. We're not going to find truth and love through all that stuff. You know, like we there's a speed limit. There's a speed limit because it's at that at the level of separation, the level of, of experience. Of, it, it, we don't want to go crazy but but yeah. again we, we kind of have to understand that it's all yeah what it, what it all is we it, and, and again we're, we're we keep we keep creating laws and strategies and methods and all this stuff in an attempt to find peace and how's that working right it's not working absent of the knowing your own being who you are that separation is an illusion mm-hmm. we're not going to find it. it it's it's just I don't know what more we need to, I don't know. And, and the fact that, the fact that, use this as an example, the neuroscientists, some of the smartest minds on the planet, neuroscientists, right? Yeah. They are experiencing, as we speak, what we would call the hard problem of consciousness. Define the hard problem of consciousness is that this problem that they keep, they know that they are the knower. Okay? So, so that we, they have this thing that they kind of have a grasp of called consciousness. But because these innocent, brilliant neuroscientists are convinced that who they are is the body, they are searching for consciousness in the body to no avail. It's the hard problem of consciousness. Mm. They can't find what part of the body makes us conscious. Mm. You know why? Because we're not. Yeah. It's not there. But, but, they, but because they're so convinced, like you and me, like everybody, that we are the body, yeah. they they're keep searching and researching and grants and money. and They're pouring into, I've got to find where it is, the neural pathways and curlets that make us aware, make us conscious. They're not there. We are not conscious. We are not, we are not, we do not experience. We are experienced. We are, we are consciousness. It's the hard problem of consciousness, and they won't give it up. <laughs> they think they're going to find it. How many hundreds of years do they have to keep looking until they realize that they're not going to find it? It's like the, it's like the astronomer who keeps looking for the, the universe, and it keeps expanding. and exp- it, It's not there. There's no edge to it. It right. only exists in your experience. You're going to keep looking for it, and you're not. You're going to look forever. Even our own solar system. It seems like they find another planet every ever. It, it's. It's. These are all clues. These are all clues. With, with as you search, in in order to, in in, this absent of the search for matter, there is no matter. Absent of the search for the solar system, there is no solar system. Right. Absent of the search for consciousness, there is no consciousness, actually. We're just using that word. Mm-hmm. So, right, it, it, there is no such, this is the thing about matter. This is this, the hard problem of consciousness is also the same with matter. They can't find matter. It keeps expanding. 
What they don't realize is if they weren't looking for it, it's not there. So if I'm not looking, this is why an infant isn't looking for separation. The little girl doesn't see separation. A salmon swimming in the stream isn't looking for separation. The salmon doesn't see separation. Mm -hmm. It's one infinite, expansive mass, and we're just describing it the best we can. So in order to, f that's why they can't find matter, because it doesn't exist unless they're looking for it. And the closer and closer they get, the more it expands. It's wild. Do you believe that there's any other forces at play that try to keep taking us the other way to hide who we really are? Is that our own creation? N no, th th there's no, it's, our, it's, our, it's, it's, it's those forces that we would describe as ego in religious Even terms. The media. Oh, okay. Like, oh, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. The, like, the, all, all those, all those, um, all those um, physical forces, the ones like the media and all that stuff. And, I, and, and, and well, yeah. And I was going to say, let me choose something different. When media, I haven't even meant like Hollywood to a certain extent. Yeah, like, but it's all innocent. Are are what are the games my son's playing right now? Like just nonstop. Just yeah. Like, no, I know. I've experienced that. You know, <laughs> but but the, with my with my kids, but the. Um, all of those forces are, are the illusory ego trying to maintain its existence. So this is why, again, in relative terms, practical terms, it makes no sense, and you know this is true, but you'll still do it anyway just like I did, to try to limit his time in that in that thing, it, it won't work. Mm, fuck. It, and you know it won't work, but yeah. you still do it because you don't know if there's a because you, you don't know what the option is, and you and you know that that's and you've been taught that that's it's not appropriate for him to be doing that. Just, just like want I him was. to do something else. I understand. I get it. However, if you if you counter that, that is exactly the way the ego will fortify the uh his need to fill the space he, he, he's he's starting to be at that point now where looking out the window and imagination wonder and love isn't good enough anymore because he's been taught it's not good enough so now and he's been taught partly by innocently by you so now so now he's now found something to focus on and yeah. it's a, and and you're and because that's not good enough for you you want him to focus on something else yeah. think, think about the, the madness in that this is this is the the, the young girl i once wrote a, a story about this the young girl looking out the window in first grade class in pure imagination and wonder and what is the first thing the teacher does focus on me the object hmm. the object listen to me and she leans in with her left ear look at me and he squints, tension, tension, tension. It's all, it's all innocent misunderstanding. Now, I'm not giving you a strategy. I'm not saying don't do that. I, I'm not, that's not what I'm about. But, but what, what your role is, what your family's role would be, like we said before, know yourself. So often parents will say to me, well, how do I get this understanding across to my children? You don't. You don't. Know yourself. That's your greatest gift to your family. You Know yourself. Know yourself. Know when that insecurity ramps up when he's playing those games. Go that, deeper into myself. That is a sign. And if you go outward that way, yeah. 
you're going further out into the abyss. And, and look, I'm not suggesting, I'm not suggesting that, um, that that's wrong. Uh, uh, what I am insisting, however, is that it's all playing out in consciousness and it's going to okay. play out in consciousness. So have at it. Whatever you're going to do, like Jackson and the baseball, it's yeah. just be because it's, it's playing out. Uh, resonate with me like it, the ego's trick. Is the ego that dark? Well, the, the, the belief that we are the body-mind is, 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 is that misguided, that the ego, and we would describe ego as, um, ego is the, is the misunderstanding. So a way, a way to look at it for, for visual purposes would be if it's like the, the whirlpool appears in the, in the ocean. Yeah. Okay, so the separate self is coming to existence, right? But it's just a faint ripple. It's just a faint ripple. And then all of a sudden it gets really strong. That's the ego kind of, I am this ripple, all right? Okay. So, so like little children, when they're born, they're just the ripple. There's no ego. But then the, 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 the illusion of separation starts to kick in and it's fortified. And that ego starts, and that becomes a, it becomes a, a real strong whirlpool in the ocean because okay. garrett my my experience i just want to run this by you is that like the darker it gets horror movies killing fucking crazy shit pedophilia on the, on the media and these rings and shit like that which yeah. like that makes me want well, we get a gun and fu-, right it, like with you. the deeper it goes the more it makes this appearance of separation m- more like it makes it more real for me well that's the price we pay brother Th- and that's what i mean about this the movie. less i have that in my life though the less attention i i give that the more i work to create over here just like let's say that's my son playing video games yeah. then i just like and this like then you leave behind like clues or whatever it is that when they're ready they can see okay. they can read okay but listen if that's the way it's playing out for you that's all well and good what i would what i would what I would say would be a mistake would be to suggest that to somebody else. Yeah. Because the veil is starting to lift for you. You're starting to see. So you are starting to, th- those, those vices, so to speak, those habits, those th- where you were dependent, that's, as we said before a few times, that's starting to fall away. Th- those, th- those, those activities, relationships and stuff that engrandized ego, that I, you identified with, that kept the ego afloat, they're starting to dissolve, right? Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen because you shunned those deliberately. You didn't read in a book somewhere where you have to give that up or, or give it. That's not what happened. That would be a mistake to look at that and then suggest the, the behavior to someone else. Point others to who you are, who they are. Know yourself. Share that. Share that. People will see that in you. They already do. People will see that in you, and, th- and thus that will start to play out in their story for them as it will play out, okay? As it will play out. The, you know, we, we have to understand that, that manifestation comes at a heavy price, brother, a heavy price. You know, the, the, the illusion of separation, the paradigm of materialism is a paradigm, as I said, is of conflict. So the fact that, that we are here there's a price to pay for that. There's a price to pay, unfortunately. And there's no real way around it except to, well, when consciousness is ready, the veil will be lifted and we will see. 
and this is explained in many different ways in different religions and different teachings, but um, something that's coming up for me, Garrett, is like, uh, you know, that phrase or that saying, like the only way out is through mm, that type true. of thing. That's true. Right. Okay. Cool. And that, that's coming up for me right now with this discussion. And so we're talking about how we're not the body and, 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 and we're infinite beings. We're not finite. Why then, uh, I guess, is, is it because the only way out is true that... Is through. Uh, is through, through, rather, is true, is because, um, is that why working on your own body for self-discovery, like, get it helps me become more clear when I move my joints or practice breath or yoga or whatever, whatever the practice is that someone does. Is that because the only way out is through? Is that because the, we're, like, well, what, a, what's that experience? Yes. Well, I would. Well, I think they're both interesting to talk about. The, the practice, though, in 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 this situation with you, is an expression. It's not. It's an expression of your knowing. You're not looking to go through in the practice. Common misunderstanding. So these types of practice, meditation, yoga, are. are wonderful and you know i'm down with all that my wife you know liz and all that but but uh speaking of her because i know her intimately obviously yoga for liz is an expression of who she is she's not looking to find herself in yoga very important distinction but no and i agree a thousand percent with that but with myself or with liz when it it, it when it um is and again, we're cleaning up language here, but I'm going to be bold and say beneficial to someone else okay. when, they, when, they use, when, when they use that practice or when they, when they practice or have that experience with Liz or in a class or with myself and with the method, like my system, let's call it, that I'm putting together. And I see people getting all these benefits of like being able to now navigate this through space and time, this body or, or this vehicle or whatever it is. Okay, uh, I see what you mean. So, so, so the... the dis- Using yoga as an example, but we could use any practice or we could use any, any you know. Yeah, mi- exactly. Mi- so, so, so through would mean, so in, in the example, the body is suffering, you're, someone's suffering, and this is helpful. Okay. So through would be, and it's this stark. Through would be, I can live with this suffering forever. That's through. Through would be, I can live with this feeling forever. The opposite of that would be, seeking to relieve that feeling through the practice. Mm-hmm. That's not through. Now, sure, they may find some temporary benefit. To be clear, oh, though, to saying. be clear, the yeah. benefit that you're talking about is is, exper- is. is experience. Well, no, it's experience because there is a there is a they have stopped seeking. They find relief because in this environment they stop seeking. It's not because of what it looks like. So an example I use a lot with that is 
when a hockey player puts the puck in the net, scores, and he puts his arms up, yes, it looks like the yes, the, the wonderful feeling, so to speak, the relief is because he scored. No, it's because for the moment he stopped seeking. The only thing we're, we ever desire is to stop seeking. The only thing we ever desired is to be, is to be desireless. <laughs> we're not looking to score goals or, or make our, we're looking to stop seeking upon the cessation of seeking the separate self dissolves into consciousness, enlightenment. But the enlightenment is not of the body. The minute the body hits the light, it's toast. So, so it's not to say by any means that yoga, I love it, it's wonderful, but as a means to feel better, well, you know what, that's fine too, but just know what you signed up for, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Like know what, like I like to sometimes get my neck adjusted or my body worked on, yeah. but I know what I signed up for. I, I'm not going there to, to, to find nirvana. I mean, I'm not capable of that. I'm still going on behalf of a separate self looking to just feel a little better, so to speak. It's all good. But we, we are, we, the, 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 the term, the only way out is through, First of all, as you know, there is no way out. Okay, yeah, but, it's, yeah, it's but, <laughs> but 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 if we want to, but in, in other words, this is radical to say that that you know you're under, you're starting to know your own being when you're willing to sit in suffering forever. Well, of course, because again, consciousness it doesn't discriminate. Everything is welcome in consciousness. There's no resistance. Consciousness doesn't seek and resist. There's no, the path of no resistance. There's no resistance. So you, 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 you know you're getting somewhere when you actually are not buying into those old habits of trying to fix your suffering. And I'm not blaming for anyone. I'm not blaming myself when it happens. Yeah. I'm not trying to return yeah. to my old habits. Yeah. But again, it's amazing when you start to realize, like, like oh my gosh, like I am actually hanging out in this suffering. My, my, and that's pretty cool. My word for resistance that I was writing in my mind or was friction. Yeah, like when there's when there's more friction in between, right? Like take let's take the, the the setup here for recording. If every time I have to break it down and put it up, and this it's taking so much time in between, <laughs> just being able to work with Garrett, yeah. sit down and have a conversation, it's yeah, too, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. right? It's cool, and it can can get more going. It's uh, another word you could substitute for friction or resistance is drama. Yeah, it's just drama. Yeah, like like suffering occurs. What do we need drama for? Let's just hang. Let's yeah. just hang with it. We don't so, need so drama. I can't help but almost crack up laughing out loud at the fact that like the deeper, and again, cleaning up language, I'm just going to go with, with the, the best way I can say it right now, Garrett, but the deeper I go into this, this thought construct or lack of thought construct or this discussion, um, the healthier it feels, the freer it feels, the better the better for if this body this body doesn't exist but it feels like it starts to become more free and it becomes more optimized and it's like here i am like even though there's nothing to optimize that's okay so like the more i get into i'm in the, i'm in the health and wellness quote unquote me too business yeah, right yeah. but what is there to keep healthy and well but but okay so in a weird kind of way brother like Watch, watch the <laughs> ego, but watch the ego trying to pull you out of 
what you just said. In okay. other words, the ego will love to say, oh, it doesn't matter. This is all just consciousness. Who gives a crap? What, it doesn't matter how it all turns out. That's the ego trying to use a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of inc- uh, uh, stripping away for its own purposes. Awesome. No, it's fine. Be, 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 I get that all the time. Like, why do you even, if, if it's all conscience, Garrett, why do you even bother teaching this? What? I'm just teaching it. Uh, you, you know, like, but the, again, the, the ego has this little hidden agenda of trying to use true, true nature, consciousness, for its own subtle purposes. So, of course, you will start to feel lighter, more harmony, more love. Of course, you're stripping away belief. You're getting closer and closer to source. And this is an endless journey. In other words, in other words, this body mind, these two body minds, you and me, we're on this journey of stripping away beliefs, stripping away beliefs. We are that we are that ripple that is getting a little quieter, a little quieter, a little quieter, a little quieter. But it's still a ripple. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still a, we're still a vibration within consciousness, an apparent vibration within consciousness, until we're not. And then, and then we're not. And then we're not. And then we probably come back as another ripple within right. consciousness, and it's fine. And it's fine. But yes, this is a journey of a separate self traveling back home, an apparent separate self traveling, stripping away, getting closer and closer to who we are. And we're never going to get there. We're never going to get there. We can't get there. The, the, the separate self, the, the supposed intellect cannot know its source. We're just kicking around these concepts today from our perspective, doing the best we can do because it's cool and it's interesting. But, but yeah, and, 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 and that's why we're doing it. And what's the byproduct of that? Harmony. Absolutely. I'm not going to say it's not. Absolutely. It's like drinking a gallon of water a day and exercising, whatever your whatever it may be that you do, yoga, CrossFit, the gym, your Peloton, your golf, your <laughs> whatever it is you like, like it doesn't matter, but like just maintaining and have some, even again, I, I don't know how else to say it. I guess it's that ego coming back out from what you said, but it's like it doesn't exist where the separation is showing up. Truth is that it doesn't exist. Truth is that we're infinite. Hmm. But the more I take care of myself, the better it feels. It's like, a, but, but, but because the, the taking care of yourself is an effect. It's no, it's no longer... When I was, when I, back in the day when I was training and playing sport, it was a, I, I had to do it for this reason. I was engrandizing. I was becoming. I was fortifying that okay. that vibration. <laughs> I was making it more uh, like apparent. I was I was digging in. Yeah, uh, willpower, man. Like I got to blah blah blah. And and now it's it's a it's an effect. It's it's an effect. It's not to get somewhere. It's a natural effect of true nature. It, that again, totally resonates. Very important to see yeah. the difference between trying to find yourself in the world or living as an expression of yourself in the yeah. world. It is a, it is a very yeah. important distinction. Only one is true. You, you cannot find yourself. That's that woman who's upset about her boyfriend. She was trying to find herself in that relationship of the, wor- of the material world, of that relationship. Yeah. No, a relationship, your marriage, my marriage, they are expressions of love. We're not looking for love in our partners. That would be 
they would be never fulfill our needs if that's what we were doing. Yeah. Our, our, our marriages are expressions of who we are. Expressions. I'm not looking to find myself in my wife. That would be, that's a burden she could never yeah. sustain. Absolutely. And we could never sustain, but that's, what hap- that's why marriages crumble. Right. It's an expression. This conversation is an expression. Yeah. And I tell this to athletes all the time. You cannot find yourself in your sport or your job or your career or your marriage. Express yourself through your sport. That's back to the reckless thing. Express yourself on that field. Who are you? It's always going to come down to this. Express yourself in music. That's the best musicians. It is an expression of himself. I was watching, you know, that... uh, that uh, James Corden video with Paul McCartney that was making its way around. And I'm watching this. I mean, this is, he, he is not trying to, he, he is such an expression of love. It's crazy. Look at him. Look yeah. at this man at his age and stuff. Like, it's an expression. It's so obvious. Yeah. It's so obvious what it is. But we, we um, you have to, we kind of have to have some clue about, Well, put it like this, like read a, you read a book, you, a client says something to you, a teacher says something on a video, and all of a sudden you're like, that's what I always knew. Like, that's what I had a sense. I had a sense when I was a, you know, eight-year-old kid at sleepaway camp. I, I laid in my bed at night going like, it's just weird. Like, am I even here? Yep. Like, what is going on? Like, how is this even? Or then sometimes kids get this idea that is this whole world here for me? Like, is this just an expression of me? Yeah. Which is, which is a normal in the separation process. And I don't want to claim that that's true because it's actually not, but not to digress. But we have this, these weird sense of things. Like, there's something, uh, and I'll just leave, leave it here. Like, everyone has that inkling. And... I would just encourage people to explore it with all your heart. Yeah. Just, it doesn't matter how you explore it. It doesn't matter the vehicle you explore it. It doesn't matter the teacher you talk to. It doesn't matter any of the labels, any of the anythings. Like, if you have an inkling that I am greater than this body and mind, there's something I'm, I'm not quite seeing, but I know it's there, and you hold still and and look inward, so to speak, and go there like rigorously, relentlessly. Even when the ego kicks back and wants to throw you back to your old attachments and your old habits and stuff, and you hold still and you keep going, keep going, keep going, eventually what you're going to get to is what we kicked around and what we touched on today. You're going to get to the fact that you are not the body-mind. You are, f- you are consciousness itself. We are one. We are a single being. That's what you're going to get to. And as I said before, when you get there, then the journey has really begun. And that's what we're kicking around today. Love it, it's man. Wild. It's cool. Garrett, thank you Thanks, so brother. much for coming through. Love you, man. Love you too. Look forward to Thanks, having brother. you back real soon, man. Can't wait. Can't wait. Peace.